listening to Tech Vibe Radio here on KDKA, 1020 AM. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Rousseau. Audrey, we've got a good show cooking tonight. We do not mess around. And I love that we're going to talk about robotics. I know. That's why you, I thought you were kind of doing the robot dance. Sort of, I in. sort of was. Yeah, I you sort were of was. looking very mechanized in your dance moves. <laughs> Okay, but, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> no, I want to get on it was to our very guest. Good. Yes, we have Bob McCutcheon <laughs> here from Price Waterhouse Coopers. You are no stranger to the show. We had John about three or four months ago, and you bring some really cool thought leadership to all things tech that are going on out there. And uh, we appreciate you stopping by, Bob. Welcome to the show. Thank today. you, Bob. Oh, it's great to be back. Absolutely, man. So robotics. So we're going to talk about yeah. robotics. What are you seeing? Well, I think the world's changed quite a bit, you know, particularly in manufacturing. It's not, uh, you know, your grandfather's manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, most folks think of robotics and they think of sort of the old line, heavy manufacturing, um, big, you know, arms that are assembling large parts. And I mm-hmm. think I think the world's changed considerably in terms of the advancements in the technology in robotics. And so, what? But what are you seeing? So well, you're it, saying- it's smaller, faster, cheaper. Um, you know, the combination of you know much more agile. Um, robotics combined with, you know, cloud technology, the ability to have machine-to-machine um, interaction and communication. Um, you add the advancements we've had in, in artificial intelligence and the ability for the, for the robots to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're getting more interaction, not just machine-to-machine, but human-to-machine. Um, and, and the ability for humans to interact directly with the robots mm-hmm. and actually train the robots. Um, train the yeah, robots. So, mm-hmm. you know, think yeah. of, uh, you know, mimicking of- motion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the ability to sort of uh, dictate. Um, mm-hmm. Like I my car. I can I can lift my leg on my car and then the trunk opens up. Is that <laughs> robots? Yeah, there we go. It's, a, it's, it's like muscle memory, except it's a machine, right? right. Exactly um, right. But I think they're also much more advanced in terms of... Um, you know, the types of, of detailed work that a robot can do today because they're smaller and more agile. Right. Dexterity so speak, is amazing. Yeah, yes. Speaking of agility, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's an Oreo cookie video with CMU's Hurl robot where this robotic hand takes the Oreo apart. That's some agility and dexterity that to program that and have those robotic oh, hands. Oh, just so they could eat the inside. Just so yeah, just so they could get, get the oh, filling like, out. Middle yeah. the robot. But okay. how cool, I mean, just, just as, an, as an experiment to show just how tactile people are making robots now. I mean, it's not just the big arm that was doing spot welds on car panels, but exactly. it is something that is delicate as the human touch is now being, you know, put into robotics. Yeah, so if you think about about that and opening the world of the types of work that robots can do, right. it, really, it really changes the manufacturing environment. Completely. What are, you, what are you seeing? What are some of the trends that you're seeing in terms of the impact and the things that we need to think about in terms of policy and practice, like sure. around jobs and around the workplace? Yeah, will, I mean, will a I robot that, take my job? Yeah, and that's that's always the question, right? Is <laughs> right. You know, what does this mean in terms of jobs? You know, I think it's it's important to recognize that the nature of the jobs will change over time. So mm-hmm. while we may be employing more right. and more robots, interesting, right, right, into a process, we'll be creating jobs by the manufacture of new robotics, right. the servicing of robotics, right. you know, the software and the that's technology the that goes into them. So it's it's just changing the nature of the right. jobs, and we may actually, in fact, be creating more jobs net mm-hmm. net. Well, that's what um, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's totally what I think because who is going to support all those robots? I mean, you need really sophisticated technical skills to be able to support that. Yeah, it's sort of moving from hard hats to white coats, right? I, mean, I like that, <laughs> hard hats to white well, coats. Well, it is. And yeah. I mean, it's really, and some of those jobs that, many of those jobs that robots are doing were repetitive, repetitive, causing lots of injuries, causing, you know, all the things that happen when you do the same thing over and over again. Yep. So it's almost like we're creating the new valuable 
and and the ability for humans to interact side by side with the robots because they are much safer. They are right. more agile. They're smaller. They're more mobile. Um, the ability for humans to actually interact more directly with the robotics, um, you know, creates a new mm. environment as well. For sure. And so, but up till now, and I know you know this better than any of us. Most you know robotics have been implemented in these large scale manufacturing environments. That's right. Like, you know anything in the downstream robotics i mean in the automobile industry right in the airline industry things you know things that are huge and big and hard to lift anyway where are some of the places that you're seeing yeah i think some of the finer assembly processes you know consumer electronics um, packaging mm -hmm. um, so again it's things that you know where the human hand could do a lot of these and a robot couldn't do it in the past but assembly packaging um, inspection safety quality you know mm. i think the other thing is, what's the definition of a robot, too? I mean, you've got uh, a fine line between robotics and sensor technology and data capture. It blurs oh, okay. together very much right. so. Right, right, right. Um, so whether it moves or not, or whether it thinks and acts and learns, um, there's a crossover. And So I think when you get into these ecosystems, um, it's a combination of a lot of technologies that sort of create the environment um, that we're thinking about in the future. And you think about how much it has changed. I, th I think it's probably been close to 20 years ago when Pittsburgh was named Roboburg, which I, I still take issue with that for some reason. It's just too easy to put a name on something these days. But that was 20 years ago. And so we've kind of had, we've been branded as this town. And how much has changed in the 20 years? I mean, obviously, as we talk about the smaller, more tactile robots right alongside the workforce now. Yeah, it's amazing being a native of Pittsburgh yeah. and thinking about um, just the the change in the environment here from, you know, what's traditionally been thought of as a heavy manufacturing environment to... Right you know, a high-tech environment and in a very diverse um, economy. Um, there's a lot going on in the tech space right now. For sure. A lot that's serving manufacturing as well. So, I mean, in proportion, how much is this growing? So how many robots do you think are deployed? Well, there's uh, about a million and a half robots in service globally right now. Several hundred thousand of those would be in the U.S. That's like um, a full army of robots. Yeah, it is. I mean, you kind of lose, <laughs> you know, lose sight of just mm -hmm. how pervasive mm -hmm. it really yeah. is. Um, the survey that we had recently done actually suggested that more than 50%, around 55% of companies are employing some sort of robotic technology, um, and that number is growing. And I think what's going to be interesting is not just how many more robots will be out there, but the advancement in the technology mm -hmm. and how those older robots are replaced with much more advanced technology. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, but, you know, more than half of, of the you know, employers or companies in manufacturing today are using robotics in some way. Mm -hmm. um, and so are you seeing a shift in the skill sets? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, getting back to the right. types the of workforce. jobs right. and the workforce, um, you know, one of the things that we often talk about is closing that skills gap. Right. Right. And it's really important to manufacturing. Today's job um, in manufacturing is, is as technically advanced as, as many, as any Very other sector. Advanced, really. Right. For sure. And I think yeah. that's often lost. On the right, hardware, right. On the, even on hardware more so. Than they might see in some of the other service industries. Yeah. So you know the training and the skill sets and the and and the nature of the workforce that we need to service that going right. forward is yeah. very different. So there's all this dialogue about how do you how do you get people ready for that world, right? Do you take them? Do they get a master's degree? Do you take them to high engineering schools? Is there a vocational strategy that is you know very very um, specific and and specific enough to get people ready for sort of the new world? Even though that you just said within our own work life cycle 
robots are being sunset and then, you know, new versions are coming out. So the actual cycle time of robots is shortening. Yeah, and I think, you know, getting back to the, the, the training, I think there's more and more focus. You see it every day. There's more and more focus now on STEM mm -hmm. um, and making sure that we reinvest in those skill sets um, and that training. Um, and so thinking about... Um, you know, not only university level, but, you know, vocational training and, mm, community, um, college. and community college. And there's so much going on now trying to bring back that STEM, uh, you know, that, those foundations in STEM. For sure. So that when soon when you have like a team meeting and you're working in an environment, half your staff will be robots. There we go. Yeah. Right. Well, they'll probably be smarter than me. So. It creates all new HR issues at that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, it's interesting. There's robot discrimination going on here in this workplace. <laughs> well, and I think it leaves it leaves some of the more advanced um, you know, judgment and thinking um, to, you know, the, the workforce where you can really start to deploy those resources to higher value um, operations and, and, and work. I mean, sure. until the robots catch up with us. Yeah, well, then we'll, and then surpass we'll, we'll always us stay and, ahead. And take us over <laughs> if they're learning <laughs> I robots. Say that, I dead. say that sarcastically but it's and true. a little bit cynically, but there is sort of those kinds of conversations going on as well. It's like, oh, now we're going to give our job to robots. It's like, it's not really quite that simple they're doing jobs that perhaps we should not have been doing to begin with and we're evolving and the more that we evolve the more we're going to use tools to or, help us or even jobs what, that we can't do but that's what differentiates humans with you know yeah animals we well, can I, use tools and i think like if you think about just the safety aspect of it right. and you think of the manufacturing of old and how dangerous right. some of that work exactly. was i think it's it's to our benefit to find ways it's to really do that, to our benefit work in a safer uh, environment exactly mm -hmm. i just want to remind everyone we're talking to bob mccutcheon from price waterhouse coopers and we're talking about robotics here and i have a quick question for you about the pittsburgh area obviously we talked earlier about pittsburgh being named roboburg at that time we were a lot of research not a whole lot of companies but we're seeing more companies now that are out there do you see more of the the research now getting into the marketplace with the companies like the Carnegie Robotics and like RE Squared. And yeah, so I mean, we're definitely seeing, you know, um, movement towards more startups and more actual production of, of technology. Like people robotics. are selling the, the stuff. Yeah, I mean, making money on deploying it, it in, in the environment and it's getting beyond just research and, and theory and we're actually putting it into practice. So. That's exciting. I like when people are making money on this stuff. The research is great and it's fun to see someone taking an Oreo part in the, uh, in the lab. But so, when it's, that, and it's taking exciting. your Oreo part at your house, then it's a whole other, a whole other <laughs> game at that point. It's exciting to see it stay here in Pittsburgh. Too. That good point. So are there areas of the country where you're seeing more intensity in terms well, of deployment? I know you've done this survey. Yeah, I think, um, you know, similar to the industry um, itself, right? Mm -hmm. I and mean, you're seeing more of this because our focus is industrial, right? Right. You are seeing sort of the Rust Belt, the Midwest. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense. Participating in this more just because of the nature of where we have a lot of our our manufacturing. And where, yeah, where that technology makes its first play. Right. But we're seeing a lot of manufacturing in the South. We no, we certainly are. are seeing that. We are, and the South has, has invested considerably in um, closing that skills gap right. and workforce development and, and creating a competitive environment. So some of the, the Southern states have, have come a long way in terms of creating an environment. Mm -hmm. for this, so. for yeah, sure. and I do see, agree with you about safety and safety being, you know, something that in the U.S., we work really hard. Many big corporations work really hard in that, but it's really difficult to get to a zero, you know, tolerance the, the in terms of sure. safety. Yeah. So, really so, Bob, you are super prolific. You, you, you blog about this stuff. You write about this stuff. Where can people go and learn, get more of your insight when it comes to robotics and all things tech and, and Price Waterhouse Coopers? Sure. So they can they can follow me on Twitter. Um, also look at uh, pwc.com. Our industry insights have yeah. a lot of the links Who to are the you on leadership. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, be uh, Bob. Mm -hmm. uh, sat at McCutcheon. 
Oh, that's pretty easy. Yeah. We can re- okay, remember well, that ourselves. MCCUT. It doesn't take a robot to remember that. <laughs> so that's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. sharing this work. Fun. And if people want to know more yeah. about Bob McCutcheon and his staff, where would they go? Uh, www.pwc.com. Simple as that. And you'll be back on the air with us probably in the next few months because we're having you back as a regular guest to bring us these cool insights from the, the tech Great. world. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate it, Bob. Thank, Thank you thank so you. much. We're taking a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We are from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us at pghtech.org and on Twitter. Follow us at pghtech. <laughs> 